going on, people? This is Lecrae. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Kel Mitchell. Picky Wines, that would be me. <laughs> Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brian Hooks. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Dr. Dorinda Clark Cole. Yo, what up, y'all? It's your boy, Kev, on stage. Yo, what's up? This is Doug E. Fresh. <laughs> what up, what up? It's DJ Emmy for that Breakfast Club. What's up, everybody? It's Mr. Tompox. Hello there. This is Kim Burrell. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is Cardi Cortez. Well, hello there. I am Ja'Kalen Carr. Good afternoon. It's Jess with a mess. Hey, everyone. This is Faith Jesse. My name is Kid from Kid and Play. Peace to the planet. Charlemagne the God here. What's up, y'all? Las Vegas. It's said entertainer. I want you to download and tune into the greatest gospel station in the Las Vegas area. It's the number one gospel station. Number one gospel station. Number one gospel radio. Check it out. I need you to do me a favor. I need you to go download Anointed Radio app. From either the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. For 24-7 gospel. Make sure to check out their website at anointedradionetwork.com. Music for the soul, music for your spirit, music to lift your heart. That soul food for your body, that energy for your spirit. Gospel in the morning, gospel for lunch, gospel at dinner, and then you go to sleep. You know what? Guess what? You dreaming about some gospel. Sometimes these are the songs that really uplift us and uh, get us through some of the tough times. Salute Pastor J. Calhoun and Anointed Radio. Know your boy wouldn't steer you around. Go listen right now. You feel me? Check them out without no doubt. Because gospel is what it's all about. Hey, 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 everybody, this is Pastor Jay, and like always, we're going to start off in normal fashion. And normal fashion is this. We're going to start with a scripture and a prayer. The scripture we're coming out of is Proverbs 28 and 13. It says, whoever conceals their sin does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. Sometimes we think we get away with things. Sometimes we think that some of the things that we're doing that's not in decency and order, God ain't seeing that, but God sees it. And God is just waiting for you. He said that if you turn from your wicked ways, he'll heal the land. So we have to sometimes go to God and be like, God, you know what? I, This is me. That's what it means by come as you are. This is me. This is what I've done. I did this. I didn't did that. I, I didn't said this. I didn't said that. But God, help me get to where you want me to be. Complete me. Mold me. Let me be the representation that you want me to be in life. And God will honor every word he puts over your life, every promise, every everything that he declares over your life, it will come to pass. But you have to be real with yourself. A lot of times we are a representation of something that we're really not. But we have to be real with ourselves. And when you have that relationship with God, God keeps you real. God keeps you real honest and humble where you get to the point and be like, you know what? I deal with that. But God, help me. God, I know that ain't right, but God fixed me. And it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to uh, just go away just like that. It's, it's going to take you to realize it. Then it's going to take time to work on it. But God is going to be with you every step of the way. Amen. Because there's redemption. There's hope. There's love. There's life in God. Amen. Dear Father God, 
we just thank you for everything that you're doing this week, God. We thank you for all the things that you're you're doing in our lives, how you're showing up in our lives. And God, we just ask you to just be able to be in the midst. God, let's be able to reach the unreachable, teach the unteachable, and even touch somebody with the hardest heart to say, what can I do to be saved? God, enlarge the territory of Anointed Radio to be able to go to new platforms, new new airwaves, new cities, new countries, new audiences, God, so that they so people could be able to see a, a representation of you, Lord. Let it be all of you, none of us, God, and and be able to be that representation to be able to have people be have chains broken, have people see you in their relationship in the every day. Let them be able to understand your will and your way and your purpose. God, we just thank you that you are always there, even when we don't deserve it. God, you love us enough to be there. So God, we just thank you. God bless every person under the sound of my voice to bless them from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. Let their relationship with you be renewed, that it would just be a new spark, a new joy, a new love in the relationship between you and them, God. And God, be able to just bless everybody that whatever they are looking for, let you be able to show them the way and the direction of where to go. And God, we say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jay. And like always, I got something to say. You can follow me at an, uh, Anointed Jaylon on all social media platforms. You can see it on the screen, or you could be able to follow me, um, all my music at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun on all music streaming platforms and check it out. My new book. Yes. My new book, Creo T Remedies. I wrote it during COVID. Just put a little testimony behind it. Um, when I was in Walmart during COVID, a father came in with his daughter looking for medicine and all the medicine was bare. And he was just devastated that he couldn't provide to get some type of relief to his daughter that had a horrible cough. And with me, I remember what my grandmother used to do saying how tea is medicine and what herbs to go for. So I went into tea aisle, which was full. And I showed him what tea to give to his daughter. And right there, he was just so thankful. So during 2020, I said, you know, I'm going to write a book with all the things I know about different teas and remedies and things like that. And a little background about me and my grandmother in it. And you could get that at Amazon at Creole Tea Remedies by Jaylon Calhoun. It'll definitely bless your life because you'll be able to find out what things you could start taking that is natural. So you could get rid of some of the synthetic things that you've been taking pharmaceutically wise. So with that, um, we got our co-host, the lovely Miss Simi. So real. Hey, peoples, you know where you can catch me. You can catch me on Facebook at Simi So Real. Also, Instagram at Simi So Real. You can catch me on Tick to the Top and you can catch me in the club, not the club on the street, but in Clubhouse at Semi So Real. Do you really be in the club of the house? I'm not for the streets. <laughs> so, um, and with that, um, we have a few people that's in absence. We have Prophetess Tish. Prophetess Tish is currently out today. We have the lovely Miss Marvette, our newest co-host. Our uh, favorite Ms. cousin. Marvette. Our favorite cousin on our daddy's side, like she would say, Miss Duval herself. She had a family emergency. Definitely pray, keep her in your prayers and um, definitely keep everybody that's going through. Everybody seemed like they're going through something. So I would say keep 
your brothers and sisters uplifted and in prayer because you don't know when it might be you. And if you haven't, let's go ahead and pay some bills. Go ahead and share, like, subscribe. And I have some uh, some uh, cool announcements. So if you didn't know, um, I went to NBA Con um, for the first NBA conference ever. They had Wimby there, and they they had all everybody. Everybody was in there. It was dope. Big in Vegas, big, huge. It was it was it was huge. And summer league mm-hmm. just started. I got a free jersey for just posting a picture. I was juice. I'm not gonna lie to you. You can see the picture on my uh, social media, but I got a free uh, NBA jersey of my choice. And then obviously, I went with the Warriors because you know I'm from the Bay Area. And man, I was excited. Usually, I do these little, you know, the little conference things. They say put your card in there, or you go do this. And um, usually, I don't win. You get a, you get a, a box jersey. of raisins. You might get a box of raisins and a I don't even get a box of raisins. I, I get a whole bunch of like brochures that you throw away that you get in the mail. I get yeah. those things. I mean, I, back in the I day, they give you a box of raisins and a free fat, you know, a free uh sugar-free, fat-free water. They came yeah. up now. Giving jerseys away. That's that's what they, I thought that's what they gave a, a vocation Bible school. Not I'm a box saying. of raisins. That's what you get at these when you go cover these events. They just like, you know, we on a budget. So hey, speaking of that, we were covering your event. We were covering the Las Vegas 38 Stellars Award. Yes. Red carpet. That was, it was blue, blue carpet. Blue carpet. They was they was on the blue side this year, and they did have snacks. Ooh, they had all kinds of snacks. So you can't say they don't give nothing because we had snacks while we were interviewing. We're actually in the middle of editing all of the footage. We had some great um, interviews. We had some great shout outs that's going to be soon to come out. We'll be posting it onto our YouTube. So stay tuned to that. And shout out to all of our media partners, the Las Vegas Raiders, the Las Vegas Knights, who is our champions for this year. And I soon feel an inkling that our, uh, we're going to have another championship coming home to Las Vegas with the WNBA Lady Aces because they are, they they nonstop right after the championship. So and and speaking of that, we had our team at Anointed Radio covering the WNBA All-Star just last weekend. So we had Stella, we had Summer League, we had the All-Star game. Everybody was in Vegas on the hottest day in Vegas when it was 117, 118. So people was bothered but excited. Yeah. So so it was busy, it was but I mean, yeah, the traffic was crazy. Like it was yeah. it was everywhere. Everybody was out here for some type of event, but it was definitely dope. Um, but definitely stay tuned to LV Anointed Radio on our social media platforms to definitely see some some new footage that's coming out. We did interview Kev on stage and Melissa, uh Mrs. Kev on stage and Devin Franklin and um and who else we we did even Kenny Lattimore, actually, too. Um, so if you want to go see those interviews, you could go to our Instagram and you could definitely check those out, those interviews live right there at the Dear Future Wifey podcast at the Stellar event, which was it was really dope. And I didn't season. go. I didn't go because I didn't want to be anybody's wifey. So if they would have Dear Future single and happy, content people, I would have been the first one in the row. But when it said Future Wifey, I was like, I gotta go home and wash my cow and roosters. I'm not gonna be able to make 
make that event. But it was a great event. It was a lot of great talk. Um, but definitely go check that out on our social media. And <laughs> we paid all of our bills. Make sure you share, like, subscribe. We have a special guest into the building today. He is a man of many talents. He's been in the industry for a long time. He has got so many accolades, so many to count that he's for his hard work of what he's done in the industry. He's from the movie side to the music side to the producer side. He, he's done it all. Everybody, welcome. Miss Wait, let, let me let me welcome. Let's okay, go ahead. Welcome you go. The Stellar Award winning, the uh, uh, Stellar Award winning winner across the globe, uh, movie starring. He's a new actor. Um, well, he's not new acting, but he's acting heavily on the scene. He's a producer. He's a musician, a business owner, um, an entrepreneur. You name it, he's done it. Let's welcome the one and only fabulous MC Nice. MC Nice, everybody. Yo, I'll take that introduction any day. But <laughs> Timmy, cows and roosters, huh? That's how, that's what we do it. Any, any day. <laughs> I just don't want to, I don't, I just don't want to be in a number. I just, I just, you, you see this cow? Just. <laughs> oh, it's stone. I just. Oh, man. Take me out the fight. Hey, take man, me man. out the fight. Man, hey, congratulations to Anointing Radio, man. And Pastor Jay, you're doing some things out there, man. And uh, yeah, Raiders is my number one team anyway. I'm a Raider fan, true and true. Let's get it. You know, they can be on Pluto and I'm still going to be a Raider fan. Well, I wish we um, could get them back. Um, I'm a Lakers fan, obviously, but I would have took the Wimby jersey if I was you. <laughs> you know I was, so, so what I was going to do was I was going to take that Spurs jersey, but then I was just like, they didn't ask me, oh, I'm actually, no, I can't. It's too late. Yeah. yeah. The Wimby jersey is going I'm to gonna buy. I'm going to, I'm actually going to buy. That's how much support I have for Wimby because I was devastated at NBA Con, which you could go definitely go check out a lot of the highlights, everybody. That Wimby was after he his people slapped uh Britney Spears, he was scarce. Like he, he was he was scarce. He was he was like, nah, bro. Not, I, my first conference and my security backslapping Britney Spears for trying to get a picture. So it's just and that was Britney oh, Spears. Man. Like it wasn't yeah. just no random person. So, yeah, but that, that, jer- that Wimby jersey is going to be worth some big dollars because his trading card real. and everything else is going to be worth some big yeah, money. Dude, dude is for real. It's going to take him a few years, but he for real. Yes, and yeah. actually, if you watch him, and 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 if you want to watch more of our sports show, which is Anointed Radio Sports, definitely check us out on Roku TV. Download the Anointed Radio app, and you can check out our exclusive sports show that covers all of Las Vegas sports. But I can say from the summer league, Wimby adjusted very quickly because yeah, but he, he time, adjusted. He adjusted to some to, to those trying to get in. When he yeah. get in there with the big dogs, that's gonna beat him up a little bit. It's gonna even that's, be a bigger. That, adjustment. That's when we'll, it's gonna take him a couple of years because he's gonna have to get used to being beat up. You know, because right. he came out was like. See, he made the mistake by saying, oh, yeah, Europe is more physical. I'm like, you shouldn't have said that. Now they're going to be extra. Like, okay, now they're getting ready to put it on you, and they're going to try to bash on you. They're going to try to do everything they they can do to break your spirit. But he definitely got the skills, and I think dude is going to be special. I, I agree with you on that. And one thing I could say about Wimby is that he ain't no small boy. 
Not so, at seven seven. Ain't nobody small at seven seven. <laughs> so, Come from behind that, that tree. Come from behind that tree. Yeah. I'm hiding, mama. Yeah. <laughs> it was I'm seven foot you. seven. He got, what, he got like a nine foot wingspan. Yes. Come on, like. <laughs> and and he it, it seemed like he could just dunk without jumping. Like oh, I can. mean, he can stand up and dunk. But that's what I'm saying. It, so you ain't getting the, the only way you go through him is you got to be physical, and they're gonna do that. Especially go, you know what they're gonna go for his ankle and knees. And yeah. I'll, he remind me of Kevin Durant. I just hope he stay healthy. That part, that's a good, yeah. that's a good comparison. He, <laughs> yeah, that's a great comparison of yeah. early early years. So everybody, this um, one thing I want everybody to go and do. And if you haven't gone and done this, the Spin Awards is coming. So definitely check us out. We're nominated for the Spin Awards, Anointed Radio for podcasts. I've been called a podcast for a very long time. So I first I used to be offended. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I was offended in the early years because, first of all, I didn't know how to use a podcast. I just used the podcast system as a playback because we was we was live so early because the early Anointed Radio, Miss Simi, we was at 7 o'clock on Sunday. So, that is the devil. <laughs> but that is the devil. <laughs> Seven o'clock in the morning. So that means we had to be in the studio by at least 6 30. Sound check mm-hmm. by 6 45, ready at 7. Mm-hmm. I'm running our, late. Our studio was in Fremont Street. And oh. yeah, it, it, it was in the art district. And then I got a fight. I got to fight the people that's been drinking all night. To get into I gotta the studio. Fight, I got to fight Brother Hennessy to get yes. to the studio. Yes, that's no, how it was. It's too early in the morning. It's not so enough, we make podcasts not enough people, for that. People was like, Simi. They was like, I'm not waking up that early listening to y'all hey, show. I love y'all show. the way to go right now, man. If you, uh, if you got in the game early, which you did, yeah, you, you winning. Yeah, with the, after almost going on our 400th episode of of podcasts, of great episodes and interviews, definitely go check us out for the Spin Awards. We definitely put our work in and check us out. And um, one thing I want to do is icebreaker. Icebreaker, real one question icebreaker, and it's for everybody, right? If you had the option to not have to worry about money, where would you live right now? I'm letting Simi answer. It's a, toss, huh? it's a toss up between Hawaii and Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Because I love the culture. Um, I just like how um, the people act in Jamaica. Like, it's real cool. But Hawaii is so laid back. I'm just going to go with Hawaii because it's just laid back. I just feel it. That's just, I'm going to do Hawaii. Yeah, I'm going to do uh, Catalina Island. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, right off the coast of L.A., you know, I can just take the ferry or whatever on to the city if I want to go be bothered, but then come back to a little island and have the island vibes. You know what I mean? And the beauty about Catalina is so it's so serene and, you know what I mean, and it's laid back. I like that. As a writer, you know, and, 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 and things I like doing, yeah, I like I like serenity. Okay, so I would pick British Columbia, Canada. Oh, I like Vancouver. Yeah, Canada yeah. to me. I think as you you get your bang for your buck. I'm a fisherman. 
and I haven't seen too many off the shore. I could sit in my backyard and just fish for for any type of Alcor tuna, big red snappers, and all. Ooh. Man, that that, that sounds like a life to me. Yeah, so, I just like mine filleted already. I don't, don't want to have to put in that work. I'm not going to clean or nothing. But you, <laughs> you just got to get gotta it black and shit as a diagonal. Like, yeah. you just got to cut the meat. Yeah, I'm good. I'm not doing that. But yeah, I have to be black and then send it to me. Now, because now I don't have to. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't have there's no money needed. So at the end of the day, I don't have to do that. They got people. You're for right. That. I you just think that money is not an option. Right, so, yeah, so I don't have but to. But you must that. love it. But he must love doing it. Like, I, I, I like that. Like when I lived in the Bay Area, I caught uh I remember I, I caught a tiger fish. I mean not tiger fish, tiger shark, stingray. I was fishing in I the marina. A tiger shark. Well, it must have been a baby. It, it was about, about let me okay, see. Yeah. About that. Okay, yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and then, and then, and then I skinned it and I cut it up like some catfish, and it was oh, it was delicious. Because oh, okay, I I've never eaten tiger shark, so that that's interesting. I've had shark it, before, but it, it tastes just shark. like it how I it, fried catfish with tough skin. That's the only oh, difference. Oh, you didn't rip the skin off with the uh, pliers and all that. It, it wasn't needed. Oh, because how I seasoned it and marinated, <laughs> and, and I scaled it, and and then I got everything off. It, it you was able to just chew on after frying it. It was delicious. Oh yeah, it sound you making it sound good. And then I saw. I'm the, curious. The, I'm intrigued. I'm like, let me get an order of tiger sharks <laughs> in a side of gray poupon. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was it was delicious. The one thing I could definitely say that I I really hated in fishing because we all have our pet peeves is seals and otters. Those oh. two things yeah, I'm good. are 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 tedious because I like I, I'd rather watch them on TV. I'm good. Like I'm yeah, not especially because I'm not, I'm not for that environment. Obviously, like you ain't for the streets, Simmy. I ain't for that environment. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it one time, so at least nah, you can be we like, good. Yeah, so you can go need... out there and you can be able to see because like reason why I didn't like otters is because I, I, I used to live. Should I say that? I used to go fishing with some bait. Right. And I remember my my bait was swimming and all oh, I saw at, at nighttime was little black hands go like this. And I'm I'm mind you, when I fish, I pray, I read my word because you got this that water. Oh, so he was out there yeah. blessing the otters. Man, the otter came out and <laughs> said, like, this. Yes, blessing it came all. Out and grabbed the line and broke it with his little black hands. And then I saw him off afar on some seaweed floating backwards with my fish. Oh, he his- was giving it up to God for giving him the fish. With the fish in his mouth, yeah. <laughs> Father, thank you. I appreciate it. With the backstroke, man. <laughs> Sitting there chilling. <laughs> And I told him, I said, next time you take my fish, I'm going to take you and I'm going to fry you up. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. So um, one thing I want, let's let's go into the interview. There's so much okay. to unpack about, so much. about your life. I mean, it's a 15-page bio. You, 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 funny. <laughs> you know, it's 15 pages. It is. It was like, it was like, it was like, it was like the greatest story ever told. I was like... <laughs> I, I went and got his Bible. I said, can I get it in hardcover? It was like. Hey, for real? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you hilarious. 
Oh, what you reading? I'm reading. I'm reading MC Nice bio. I'm almost. I'm almost done. The chapter of MC Nice. The chapter of Off the Bay. That's funny. <laughs> I, he just finished leaving the world. The secular rap songs. He's as Jesus hey, man, passing by. He have accepted the call. He carrying his cross. I'm carrying it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you've been in the business 30 years, I know I look young, but I've been in the music business 30 years. You know what I'm saying? This and and not just as a as a nobody, like I've been in the music business doing good things. I just wasn't overly saturated. You know, when you see the Beyonce's of the world, you see the Snoop, they get saturated, right? But and then eventually people get tired. People can't get tired of somebody they don't see often. But uh, you hear me quite often. So and that's been the 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 way to survive. You know, just uh, when I just did a show Sunday in Los Angeles, it was like uh, I was with a, a group called Lighter Shade of Brown. It was the first Latin rap group in the history of rap music to go uh, to hit the billboard charts. It opened up the doors for like Fat Joe and Big Pun and J-Lo. Right. And so at the end of the day, we were the first you don't really realize just how special that is until you get in front of 5,000 people and they sing in your records. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? 30 years later. So, you know, for me, it was just like always re reinventing myself and reinventing myself and reinventing myself to stay relevant, but at the same time, uh, using that relevancy to further the cultures. So I got to ask you this question. So this yeah. is a, uh, MC Nice to younger MC Nice question. What's one thing of advice would you tell your younger self 30 years ago? Um, wow, that's good. That's, that's a good question. Um, I would have said, you know, be, you know, I would have said to be a ment be mentored by uh, Benny Medina, right? So I had the opportunity to be, you know, to, to, to meet with Benny, to meet, uh, with all of the big time executives that weren't really big at the point, but they were on the verge because look at it at the end of the day, you know, Benny put Will on and Will, he put Will on uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Wow. Right. And so I was, I used to go to those shows when they were in the studio filming in their first seasons to think about how, and I would have been, I would have uh, used knowing my knowledge and the way I think I would have maximized everything i probably would have been uh not rupert just the other dude that owned all the trailer parks mm. um he's rich one of the richest dudes in the world was it rupert murdoch hmm, or the uh is this i can't Go think ahead. of the person i well, can't I think know, of the this person. is mc nice the business right here mc yeah. nice the business yeah, yeah it's um um, so you got you got Bloomberg, you got I think it, Mur it might be Murdoch. It's the one that Jay Z partnered with, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and then ultimately end up doing that. But I would have then understood, okay, the le how to leverage that 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 celebrity power to uh, to uh, the business side of things. Because back then we were celebrities, we were we were balling. Like I knew Snoop when he had a fade, like he didn't have hair. He was, yeah, he had a fade. You know what I mean? I was, we was good friends. Me and Exhibit was good friends. We was in the same rap clique. I was managed by a dude named Paul Stewart, who at the same time managed Coolio, who at the same time managed Montel Jordan. My record uh, with Lighter Shade of Brown 
we came out with a record called Hey DJ, but then Montel came out with This Is How We Do It. Like I was there when that record broke, right? And then Coolio with Fantastic Voice. So I watched this all come about and I was like, yo, if I would if I would have just really stuck to business at that moment, I'd be the dude running things right now. It would I would have been Tyler Perry before Tyler Perry. You see what I'm saying? Because nice. I, I have that I have that business acumen to make it happen. Like even now I'm making things happen and people don't even know it until I don't really tell because those people try to hinder. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you after it's done. So that way it's done already. You can't go try to stop that train. That's the one thing about gospel that I don't like is that, you know, a lot of the uh, forces in gospel have, uh, it's, it's a whole lot of negative energy that, that try to hinder a lot of things I tried to do all because they didn't want me to be successful. It ain't because they don't like me. My personality is cool. It's they don't want me to do it. They want to do it. Because well, you I'm know, giving one thing, too much information to people. I think one thing that a lot of, because coming to gospel and I could, uh, I could share that testimony with you because I was new to the gospel. I didn't come in with the Bible in my hand. Um, Gospel was different, you know, because when I first got into music, I was an R&B singer. So seeing the R&B scene, I knew what to look for and what, you know, to avoid. Coming into gospel, I came in kind of gullible because I felt like people are supposed to follow the principles of, of the Bible that they preach every Sunday while we go to church. And then I realized that they were not. And then I got the culture shock because now I have to treat you like a dude on the street, like I was doing in an R&B, but you a whole pastor. I got to treat you like a whole, whole person in the street, but you a whole evangelist. You know what I'm saying? And I yeah. got culture shocked by that. Yeah, so gospel was a lot more ruthless than the secular side, right? And the thing about it is, at least the secular will tell you, yo, we taking ours. We're going to give you some, but we taking ours. In gospel, they just take it and be like, oh, brother, uh, yeah, just pray on that. <laughs> what you mean? But, you know, and I mean, and I think the Bible says, it says when I was a child, I thought as a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, but when I became a man, I put childish things away. So you've learned a lot of things along the journey. And one thing that I like that you've done, MC, even coming here to Vegas, uh, you've done so many things to kind of counteract the negativity in the gospel mm-hmm. by positioning yourself, even though you were in a position where you didn't have to think about other people, you position position yourself to be a person that shares some of the things that you learn and you try to allow um, you use your platform to help other people to become, mm-hmm. become successful or at least create a path of, hey, if I've done it, you can do it too. Let me show you some things that I've done and help you to get there. Can you share some of the things? I mean, <laughs> I know you know you did the music, the business of music conference. That's one of many things, but you, you have your own business as well where you give information. Can you elaborate on that? Uh, yeah, it's, it's great you said that. So I've been, obviously I've been in the music business 30 years. So not just as an artist, but as an executive too. I was once the vice president of Head Start Music Group on Warner Brothers and then you know uh, Universal. So at the end of the day, I learned the uh, tips and strategies from an executive standpoint on how to break records. And what God was saying was like, yo, I need you to reclaim me first. So, you know, I reclaimed God, came into the 
uh, gospel side, he says, okay, I need you to go teach the Christian hip hop artists and the gospel rap artists uh, that they can be successful without being uh, you know, railroaded by the uh, gatekeepers in gospel. And that's what we did. So I came in, uh, got the five number one records on the Billboard charts, including the number one gospel album, you know what I mean, as an independent, understanding and utilizing secular uh, marketing strategies. See, I didn't come in using gospel strategies. I came in using secular marketing strategies. I knew that when we had to break KC and Joe um, at the record company, we had to start at the at the uh, at the colleges, right? You start at the colleges because you want to. The, the beauty about getting to tier one radio stations is you have to tell the story, and the story has to be written through radio. So, hey, we broke them at the universities. They was on college radio. Then they went to the T two st stations, which is like the the, the Power eighty eights, right? Mm -hmm. Then they went, you know, they went there, and then all of a sudden we broke them on Hot ninety seven. Like they had the story. Well, that wasn't happening in gospel. It was like you go to the praise stations, you go to, you know, uh, the different gospel people, and then they win. Well, guess what? I said, Christians buy records too. So we went to Christian universities, right? They buy records, but they more apt to, recept to, to accept you because you're a Christian. So I was like, yo, here's my record, my single for free which was already paid for because at the end of the day, it's about, you know, engagement. I'm like, Hey, here's my record for free. If you like it, sow a seed and buy the album. It wasn't no hoopla. I wasn't on Instagram. Yo, what up? I'm live at Liberty university. It's official. I didn't do none of that. You know what I'm saying? It was just like showing up saying, Hey, 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 check, you know, here's this, here's this. And before you know it, we was moving records, right? Because people was like, it was non-threatening. They got something for free. Right. And then they sowed a seed because they were like, we like this dude. But guess what I got? Data. Right. So I got the data because you take this, you you download the record that's already paid for. And now I got your your data where I can then send you the adverts for the album. I can send you, you know, uh, adverts for future situations. So what I did coming into the uh, into the gospel space or the Christian hip hop space was saying, hey, I did it. Here's how you can do it. And I was openly, openly sharing this information with people, you know, and for some reason it was one, a lot of the other cats that were charging people didn't like that. They're like, here this dude coming, he's giving away the game for free. You know what I mean? And meanwhile, it's taking money out of our pockets. And I'm like, but you Christian and gospel, you should be trying to help your peoples. Right. And I, that's all God wanted me. God was like, yo, you need to come help. And so, but what I realized is that given the free information, people wasn't putting value on it, right? They was just like, oh, that's cool, but I'm going to go do this. I'm like, but I ain't moved 10 million records. You know what I'm saying? I'm associated with an Oscar. I done did, you know, I done sold more records than 90% than, than, uh, of y'all, right? So I'm, and I'm giving you the, the, the jewels for free. So now I ended up saying, okay. When I talked to cats, I said, "This is, I got to make them put something on it because then they'll, they'll, you know, they'll appreciate it." So I said, "Hey, look, I put out a book called Music Release University. I give you the whole details on how to release a record, right? So pay the twenty four ninety nine, get the book, and then you can ask me any question you want, hmm. right?" And I said, "But I'm gonna ask you questions about the book, so I'll know if you read it or not, right?" So I then, you know, so Music Release University. 
is 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 out there and then i'm launching a new master class called music release university and uh next week as a matter of fact where now i give people full education a curriculum on releasing music and then if you want to talk to me then obviously there's a consulting fee in regards to that but at the end of the day it's about how do i help you win and 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 and, and allow you to that's going to allow you to leverage that and become I've done mentored a few cats in this game. I ain't going to give out their names, but I've done mentored a few of them. And guess what? They got number one records. You know what I'm saying? Number one records because they took the information and, and, and applied it, you know? And so that's, you know, that's, that's, that's that part of it. Amazing. So I got to ask you about, because you, you, you gave out the information and you did make another business where you help people register their music because I've actually sat on a panel with you where we talked about how important it is to register your music so that you're not putting so much money in production, but you actually doing the paperwork so that you can get paid on the back end. So what is, uh, tell us a little bit about your business, about what, what your business does and how yeah, they help so register. Yeah, so that business is themusicrc.com. So it's the music registration company. And what we now do is we take you, I always say leave no money on the table. People think that, you know, just because they go through uh, uh, through DistroKid or TuneCore that they're going to get all their money. Well, DistroKid is only going to collect from businesses and companies they have alliances with, right? They're not, so they don't have alliance with everybody, just like, TuneCore don't have an alliance with everybody. CD Baby don't have an alliance with everybody. So we say leave no money on the table, you know. And what we end up doing with at, at the Music RC is registering your records on across all platforms. Like for instance, if people don't know about My TiVo, I say, hey, did you register your record with My TiVo? They'd be like, what's that? I say it's the database that Billboard uses. So if your record ain't in my TiVo and Billboard, you know, and you and you hit the charts, they gonna go look for your data at my TiVo. And guess what? If you ain't got it, your picture gonna be blank. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Or do you know Music Brains? They be like, what's that? Well, Music Brains is the official authority in regards to music liner notes and credits that Wikipedia uses to um to validate your record or verify your record. You know, so those are just little things, but all of those things, if you have them in right, you know, in the right places, you can win. Same with genius. If your lyrics are registered, most people don't even register their lyrics. But if you go register your lyrics, you can get streaming dollars because people are gonna go look up the lyrics and then they gotta play your song along with that. Now you're missing out on money because your lyrics aren't there. Wow. Just a few things. So the musicrc.com, the music registration company, is where you know you can go and and get your stuff registered. I wanted to read off some of your accomplishments and then I wanted to um, just let people know. Some people already know, but I want to inform the people of something recently that happened that was pretty amazing. You are looking at MC Nice, a multi-platinum producer, Billboard chart topper, Stella Award winner. He won the Spin Awards 15 times. That's ridiculous. Um, he also won the gospel hip-hop award four times he won the all-american best uh trailblazer award 55 times no i just i made that up. i was like what's that one <laughs> I know. but you know we know you to be a trailblazer even in this genre of music uh hip-hop rap 
gospel, hip hop, you are the trailblazer in this. And um, it's been amazing to just see how you've used your world experience and you kind of collaborated and brought it into the gospel, the Christian place, kind of, you really have prepared the past for a lot of people. And um, we just, we just commend you on all that. But also you've recently won the president, President Biden's Lifetime Achievement Award. You were honoree of that. Can you tell us a little bit about that and that experience? Yeah, so that's actually happening in October. Uh, and uh, it's, it's the Presidential Lifetime Achievement Award uh, honored by the President uh, Biden. And so I'm being honored with Morris Chestnut, you know what I'm saying? Dave Brown, Richard Yearwood, uh, Andre Russell, um, Devon, uh, who else is, uh, oh, my uncle. So my uncle is Ron Husband. And he, believe it or not, Ron Husband is a graduate of UNLV. He's actually in the Hall of Fame of UNLV along my other cousin, Stacey Augman, who played oh, for Stacey. the Rebels, running Rebels. Okay. Yeah, so, um, but Ron Husband, my uncle is the first black animator ever at Disney. Ever. Wow. Right. And so um, and so I get to get honored, you know, uh, with him and Canton Jones is being honored, too, at the same time. So I think the beauty about that is when you put in so much work and you do so many things like I sit on the uh, board of two foundations. One of them is the Information Technology and Literacy Foundation in L.A., where we everything we literate, everything financial literacy to, you know, it's just being literate. Uh, in everything you do. And then Urbanomics 101, which is uh, with us. And we, we have alliances in Kenya, uh, Nigeria, and Ghana, you know, where we're out there manufacturing and uh, manufacturing clothes and um, putting on different uh, import and export situations, right? So I sit on these foundations and, you know, just to be recognized in that light, is fire. And then I got word today. So I'm being also being honored as um, being honored by the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, um, with um, with Eric B and Rakim, Run DMC for the 50 year anniversary Legends Award. Right. So, uh, you know what I mean? So, all right. That, you know, that alone is, is, is fire. And then one more, I guess this is some more news. So I'm being considered for honorary doctorate. So you know, uh, so that's so I'll, I'll be I'll be letting people know, you know, in regards to what's up with that. Sure, you gotta use it if, if if you if if you being honored. Are you gonna be Doctor MC Nice? Yeah, um, yeah, I'm gonna use it, Doctor Nice in the building. Ooh, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> yeah, I, you know I'm gonna use it, but oh, I'm gonna use nice. it. I'm gonna use it for real though. You Seriously, know a, lot of, a lot of people right. get get honorary doctors and they just like the name. But no, no, me, I'm I'm really about this business, and I'm about that I'm about that kingdom business too. So we got a few things that we're uh, me and Kenton Jones. Uh, we're going to probably be announcing shortly. That's going to revolutionize the whole game. The Stellar's happened. You notice I wasn't there, right? Mm -hmm. And um, obviously, I, you know, being a, a, with the lighter shade of brown, we had a show to do. But I just feel like even with the Stellar's, there needs to be a, a there needs to be some a, a little more respect given to Christian hip hop and gospel rap. Right. And so I just feel like it's an afterthought. But at the same time, they feel like they got to include us or, you know, it'd be left out. But I feel like if you ain't going to go all the way, then don't go at all. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Um, and so we're we're going to try to work with the Stellars to 
create an environment that's going to allow us to coexist. Because I heard there was some some chatter out there like, oh, well, I'm so glad they got rid of that Christian rap. And I'm just like, yeah, you they get rid of Christian rap. Y'all going to become a relic and ain't nobody going to be here. You know and what I'm saying? Think because, that's real. But, no, that's saying? real. And because it's a lot of new artists that are coming out and they are having to use the social media platforms like uh, TikTok just to get their music out. Because, again, you know, you have this... Uh, this uh, bridge, you have this gap in the bridge where one generation, and I can't even say it's one generation, it's a group. And it's not really a very big group, but it's a powerful group. It's an influential group that's trying to say, well, that's not real. And then you have all these people in the middle, like it's real and it's relevant. And if you don't start to include it and recognize that, you are going to lose the masses. So I already know there's people behind the scenes that's getting ready to make a move. On you know on the Stellars in regards to that side of things, I always keep out you know they get hit me with this oh we don't like the rap or it's not not gospel and I'm like well nothing y'all doing is if you if 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 the people from 1910 and 1920 was to hear the gospel you doing today they would say that's blasphemous. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Let, so, let us not forget that in the 90s, how people were mad at Kurt Franklin and Hezekiah, and most of them for what they're doing, which is now the social norm. And even right. Kirk Carr was a little, he was a little crossing the lines. That Kirk Carr, he kind of crossing the lines. I know he got all those people in the background, but he kind of, his tempo was a little bit too quick for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but now they're, you know, they're allowing it when they, when, when it benefits them. And I just think that's, you know, that's wrong. God didn't say we could, we couldn't celebrate him in all facets. Heck, if somebody came out with a folk record, you know what I'm saying? We should support that. See, and 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 I want to ask that question because I, I guess with me being part of it, and I, I I really always wondered how to go forth. I made a gospel EDM song. I live in Vegas, but I oh, believe big, that yeah. gospel EDM should be on the strip in Wet Republic in these different pool clubs because I if God came to me and manifested me and said, "Wouldn't it be great if they was worshiping me while being at a pool club?" I was like, then that's my mission. So I made two of them. But here's the thing. Just like now, if they can't accept Christian hip hop, there's a person to do Christian R&B. We didn't heard a lot of them. Mr. Don Reddy out there. Um, young Chris out there that do like they do. Man, they are doing great, but they're not going. If they can't accept the hip hop part, then the other facets, like you said, like we're, we can't be putting God in a box where we think that gospel because gospel means the good news can't be wrapped in and produced in a different facet than what we're used to. No, and well, problem, and, Yeah. And the problem is you know, when they can't accept it from someone like MC nice, but you can accept it from Snoop Dogg. He did. So we, he did. Or Kanye. Let's, 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 or Kanye. Yeah, Kanye so he, now we, now we can accept it, but they've been doing this. They've yeah, been but doing it. Yeah, yeah, but it's, make, it's, me, make me understand. Make me understand it. Then you have to ask your flesh what you're really in it for. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you can choose to do these records with Christian hip-hop artists like a Derek Minor or Lecrae they already work with, but because he already has a base that they can tap into. But what about a Bizzle? What about, you know, a Jared Sanders? Ooh, you know, wait. at the end of the day, they... 
they'll they'll quick to do a record with Nicki or with Kanye, and then you know Snoop, and then it's all love. But then you know, uh, you know, they when, when they get into some trouble, they'd be like, well, you know, that's his personality. Let us get into trouble. You know what I'm saying? Then we're gonna be ridiculed. We're gonna be ostracized from you know the whole gospel community. So at the end of the day, you know, I just feel like if you want if you want the youth to you know to respect you, then put you didn't do collaborations with with gospel rappers, absolutely, with Christian hip hop artists. I mean, you 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 can if you can do it with Nicki, Little Baby, and Snoop, you can do it with Bizzle. You can do it with Derek yeah. Minor. You know what I'm saying? You can do it with MC Nice. Fred Hammond did that. We got a number one record. I'm just saying. Give it up, Fred. Okay, Uncle Fred. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I'm just one of the ones where I sit there and go, how dare you say what is what, you know, when first off, a lot of these cats is living alternative lifestyles. You know what I'm saying? That's not conducive to the the walk, right? So that's one, right? And I'm not here to judge neither one of them. I just know what I believe and what I know, you know what I mean? So you can't go shooting down something when you not right yourself, right? So that's one. And then two, it's like, at the end of the day, and I'm not poo-pooing on gospel, so I don't need you gospel heads to come for me, right? <laughs> so, you know what I mean? When you think about some of these gospel songs, it's like a hymn and like five words. You know what I'm saying? Right. My hallelujah belongs to you. You deserve it. You know what I'm saying? What are the other words? You know what I'm saying? Right? But I'll give you a whole story on how God brought me from here to here, the troubles and the things I went through. You know what I'm saying? And then give you a hymn. And you go, well, that's not God. What you talking about? I just gave you Psalms 27. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I just gave you that. You know what I mean? So for me, it's like, Yo, I'm all for praise and worship. I'm all for all of that because that's all a part of the gospel. But you can't ignore us when we the majority right now, when we're the we're we're the we're the we're the music that licensing is licensing companies are coming to to put in their movies, to put in they they uh the games, to put in their commercials. You see them, Wande to Tadashi to you know uh my man Shepard who was in LeBron James's joint. Right, they coming, coming in hot. Lecrae and Andy Minio, like they using all of our music, but yet we can't get the the love and respect from our own community. But guess what's gonna happen? The Doves, they gonna come out. They put us on the main stage, in the mm. main show. Mm. Over here on Art. our own people, we gotta be side. We gotta be side notes. Right. Oh yeah, put them in the pre-show. Matter of fact, no, just do a whole nother venue for them. Mm. We don't even get associated. You know what I mean? So for me. That's when gospel will get its respect, you know, when it respects everybody, not just it, the chosen few. So, so I have to ask on that. What? Because I've asked this question and everybody tiptoes around it. When is mentorship of each other and helping the new generation going to start? Because oh, it just I already makes, started that. Because like, <laughs> that's what Simmons alluding to is that. Even now we have the we have Jen uh in Nash in, in uh, the Jen Nationals coming up in uh Virginia this weekend, right? They have a whole situation dedicated to hip hop where we get to educate, you know, the people, the the gospel heads in regards to how hip, you know, hip hop and seeing how we can bring together, you know, the uh the the diversity of 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 the of the of the different genres. So you got quartet there, you got choir there, you got 
gospel, but now hip hop gets to actually have our say. You know, is that going to be the game changer? Maybe not, but it does start the the conversation. Starts the conversation Absolutely. and starts the process of getting of getting you know of moving ahead because uh, until until then, gospel really wasn't moving on that. And then and if they do move, it's people they like, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They go move. You remember Jesus hung out with everybody. He didn't necessarily right. like. He loved everybody. He didn't like them. He didn't necessarily like everybody, but he showed who he was amongst them. And either you became a part of it, or you know went your own way. But at the end of the day, I feel like the way the way gospel is centered is if we're not inclusive, it's gonna implode, and it's gonna be ugly. You know what I mean? And then people are gonna be pointing. You did it. Oh, you! I told you. You shoulda. We shoulda. We shoulda. We shoulda. Nah. Right now, the, the the secular dudes is coming in and invading. Think about it, from DJ Khaled to DJ to to Drake to Snoop to Kanye. Now Offset is getting ready to drop a gospel album. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and 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 he tested the waters on the on the TV show. Pray on that what well, that movie? Praise this. You know what I'm saying? If you if you watch that, watch how they was like trying to influence people like okay that the, the secular dudes can come in they because they see that they see what we see licensing companies want clean music they want anthem type music we're christian rap and gospel rap is the only ones that's really doing that right you know what i'm saying so now the guys the, the secular heads is going i need to get that money and the, and the beauty of the, the well the beauty and the gift and the curse you know if we refer to jay-z is that they, the, the licensing companies don't have to pay Christian artists what they would have to pay a little baby. Because right. you give us five, ten thousand dollars, we like, oh yeah. Versus Lizzo is commanding a hundred thousand. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So they come to us because we're cheaper. And you know, one thing they I know they saw by the by the way of Kanye, how if you have an album how you could take over the whole billboard if you have a big following. Well, not only that, Kanye is still number one on <laughs> gospel. <laughs> he, let me tell you, let me let you in on something. He's been number one on billboard gospel album for 97 weeks. You hear what I'm saying? Like there is no, I don't know when the last time anybody has had a number one record. He 97 weeks, Donda has been number one on the billboard charts of gospel. So you know they mad. I'm sure they, they there's a whole little situation where they probably trying to create a whole different Christian hip-hop chart just so that they can get Donda off the charts and onto that one. You know what I'm saying? But 97 weeks. 97 weeks. weeks. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. 97 weeks at number one. Come on, man. So, you know, um, that tell you right there, that fan base you know, who really got a fan base? You know what I mean? Right. His fan base has kept him number one. Like, that album came out two years ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? 97 weeks at number one. So, anyway. MC, you know that was serious. When our voice starts fluctuating, I mean, not just... <laughs> oh, oh, man. Where did they do it? What like, is going on? You know, there's never... We're never going to catch that record. 97 weeks at number one? Like, who's going to catch that record? Who chasing? Y'all could keep chasing him. And then but the think about is- how many how many units he's moving for it right. to be 97 weeks number people one. Buying, people are still buying those records. 
that. You see what I'm saying? You two-year-old album. Yeah, what'd you say? I said a two-year-old album. Right. Kurt and- Franklin, Fred Hammond, Marvin Sapp, all of them can do a record. Right now, it's not going to be 97 weeks on the nope. chart. Nope. If they came together as the, as the X-Men, it is not going to spend 97 weeks on the charts. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, you know, I'm telling you what's going to happen. Christian rap is going to get its own chart. You know what I mean? Because it's going to be enough, it's going to be enough complaining to where they're going to be like, okay, um, either we retire this record or figure out. But like you said, he took over the whole chart though. So not only yeah. did he take over the albums, but then he took over every single song in the gospel single, the gospel digital yeah, single. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. It just kept going. Yeah. And some of us had the influence of that too. I think something that I did feel that was really different from the Stellars is that there was a different level of humility that it, it was not there. And this is not from the higher ups. This is actually from the artist. Like there was there was almost like a willingness to, hey, I'll be I'll be available to do this or I could collaborate on this or and I felt that a lot with the younger, not even the younger, even Dottie Peoples. So when we were doing like the media room afterwards, um, it was one thing on a red carpet or blue carpet, you could feel that, but behind the scenes, it was like. I mean, there are some people that's right, that's ready to do work outside of, I think, even in collaboration with your genre, because life has taken a toll on people and they're starting to really evaluate, you know, I love gospel music and this is what I want to do. And I really want to see it stay relevant and I want to see it survive. And it was a different it was a different vibe. It was real nice. And I'll be honest with you, I was really shocked. I mean, from. Dottie Peoples, um, Brian Courtney Wilson, Corinne Hawthorne, Miss Jakia. A lot of people was like, they with it. They with it. So I'm just throwing that out to you because it was a whole different vibe. And they're like, there's a willingness to do things, I think, that they weren't before because the possibility of this gospel music and everything that people have done becoming extinct is very real. So I just want to put that out there. That vibe was so, and I, cause I was like, I could be real funny style. I'm not about to be doing this today. Let it add the funny style today. I'm going home. That's why I'm not coming up out these flip flops. I'm just real. I don't, I don't need to try to, I don't feel like I have to, you know, convince you who I am, persuade. I just don't care. Okay. At this point. However, what I was learning with how God was dealing with me was like, you think you may know something, but the way he's moving, in the gospel industry concerning the artists, not the higher ups. It's a different vibe. And it's real, real, real nice. Right now, if you was going to do something, I would say don't count them out. Because oh, they could them out because I'm actually, I'm actually doing something. So that's going to be a that's surprise. confirmation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but the, I think it doesn't change until, until because it seems like they're trying to get their people to accept it. Right. So they put a Pastor Mike in the category or a Ty Tribbett in the category. I'm like, but they're not rap. Hmm. But then they mess around and win the category. Right. And then it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, is it really serving us? Or you just, you know, are you just helping helping this artist get another notch on the Stellars? So, you know, go ahead. I want to add on that. 
it's funny. This is a confirmation. We was talking about this whole, about the whole lineup as, as a collective. It's, it seems like a lot of stuff isn't about the, the passion of the quality of work, the art, the artistry of work, because if it was, let's, let's be honest. There's some people that's been around that is, that is got put on new artists, but they've been around. But right. then there's some real new artists that's in their 20s looking like that person been singing in like I have album album. Like, <laughs> like I have their album, how they are new artists. Yeah, how yeah. is this person a Christian hip hop person? How is this person, you know, there's a lot of genres where you look there and you're like, okay, we gotta get back to the integrity of the music. Like, I don't know if it has to change from actually yeah, I'm gonna tell you what has to happen. The old heads gotta go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's with any situation. Same with it happens with the Grammys. Happens when the, because people get so caught up in a system that they that that they know versus you got that system has to evolve every year. Music right. changes every year. The business of music changes every year. You know, literally every month. Because there's always somebody coming out with a different format on how to move things. So until you can evolve that, you're not going to evolve, you know? And I think with the gospel side of things, in order for the stellars to to remain stellar, there has to be some cohesive incorporation of all genres, including gospel R&B. Because there's people out there like Jordan Armstrong, who I don't know how he not right. get nominated for nothing. And, and, you know and there's, you know, there's even gospel reggae. Where I mean, yeah, that's it what I'm saying. All genres, you know what I mean. So at the end of the day, when you can recognize all genres, and you want to be the the blacks, the black Grammys, the only way you can do that is by truly recognizing, but at the same time, not sticking people, a bunch of people in a bunch of categories. You know they're gonna win. Yeah. If I got a twenty thousand member church, and that's no disrespect to Pastor Mike, you think I'm not gonna win? And it's a public vote. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I can get them to vote every day. Or and see, that's why I was saying, look at the way of voting. Yeah. Going back to, because if you look at the way of voting, because I could tell you right now, and I've been looking at the stellar numbers for a few years, there's some artists that had hit units. Like if you look at their units and they didn't even get brought up as a nominee. Yeah. Like that. That right there don't match up because if you want to be on the same level as the Grammy or the Oscars or something, that goes based off the work. Well, but I'm, a Gra- people- I'm a Grammy member, right? And I'm a, and I can give you some insight. The Grammys do not play, right? So at the end of the day, when the, when when it's it's in the hand, you know, people think the Grammys is a public vote. It is not. The Grammys literally is based on sound performance and lyrics like how well is the lyrics written like and literally i sat on a panel where we listened to every single song in one in one genre every single song listen to the mix listen because they given awards based on how well is the record mix right how well is the song written and that's voted on by the members of the grammys so when uh an esperanza spalding beats out uh justin bieber you know what I'm saying? For best new artists and people getting all upset, like Justin had the biggest, 
but that's not what they were listening for. They, it's not about your popularity. It's about, did you give us a great album, a great mm. sounding record, a great mixed record? That's why they give, they even give Grammys for liner notes. Did you know that? They give Grammys for liner notes. Like how well is your liner notes written, you know, in the presentation in regards to that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in order for the other the other uh, shows to be comparable, awards to be comparable, the, the if the Stellars is going to leave it amongst the Stellar members, they can't collude. Like you have to be your own individual and you have to judge each record for what it is. Like force people to listen to the records. The Grammys do it. They be like, nah, you ain't going to just collude. You're going to listen to each one of these records. And guess what? I was able to help some artists that wasn't going to get nominated for a Grammy get nominated for a Grammy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I helped two artists get nominated for a Grammy. I can't say because I'm I, I'm under the guides of the grant of the Recording Academy, but I fought in those rooms to help somebody get nominated based on the fact that all y'all have to do is listen to the records. They listened to the records, and my peoples got through. Mm. I'm telling you, I wish we did have that type of accountability in um, the Stellars and that kind of uh, type of integrity where they have another panel to say, hey, this is how we need to restructure the criteria of how we are giving out these awards. And I'm real big as I get older, you know, because I am only 23. But as I as I get older. <laughs> Anyway, get past it. We're going to get past it right now, men. Too much testosterone on here today. So this is my, <laughs> my girls. So Y'all got to come back. As I as I keep living, um, one thing that I I do understand is that I get a I'm not very happy when things are not when when things are uh, incompetent. It's like it, when it it, ha it needs to make sense. It needs to be fair. It needs to be something that is a, a good represent a good presentation and a good representation of whatever the goal of the organization is. And as I, I'm, that's why I, I had that type of attitude this year. I was like, but there was a turnaround on one level, but not on another. And unfortunately, I hate to say this, but unfortunately, it's on the shoulders of people like you, MC Nice, to do something about it. And you are, you are, but it's a heavy weight. But if you don't, if people in your capacity don't do things about it, it won't be done because you have you have the um, experience, you have the wisdom and you have the connections as well as the influence to be able to say, I need to collaborate and we have to do something about it. Now, I'll be honest with you, not all organizations you are hooked up to have that mindset, whether you know it or not. And I'm mm -hmm. not going to put nobody on blast, but I will say it's a good thing that you still use those organizations to be able to train, but understand this, everybody, every organization is that does not have the same level of integrity or motivation that you have. And I, I, I follow you. I'm a part of your radio family. You've done a lot of great things for me. Um, help me be a part of us, be a stellar award winner. And I owe you so much. And I'm so grateful for that because everything you did, you rocked from a pure place. Just amazing. But it's some organizations you, you know, you got to go in and you call to them. I'm not, I'm not called. I'm not called to them. I'm not called to them because of the motivation, but you call to them. You know why? Because you call to them because of the influence and the work 
that you have to not do in the organization, but that you have to do through the organization. And that, for that, that's the people want to give you this. Are you stupid? That's hilarious. You you absolutely correct. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to look at it from the standpoint of where I come from in regards to Christian rap, gospel rap, and even for the R and B, you know, the 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 uh, R and B heads. You know, it's is if we if if one of us don't take the initiative to work with the other side, knowing that they don't like you. Like I know a lot. Some of these people do not like me because of my I'm charismatic. And I go out there, and when I say I'm going to make it happen, oh, it happens. And they go, well, he made that happen too quick. Like, wait. we And then I constantly switch up on them because I don't want them to cut off the, the streets. So I, I'll make a right over here. I'll make a left over here. All of a sudden, people start seeing me on TV, and they're like, wait, we didn't know he. Yeah, so now I got your mind you know, focused because I'm still doing the Lord's work. I'm trying to put things and and people in places so that we can you know that we can push forward, right? And the only way we can do that is one, I have to understand the other side, right? That's the psychology part of it is understanding so that you can work together and work through. We can it's okay to agree to disagree. You don't have to like my music. I don't have to like your music. But guess what it does? It serves a purpose. And the person that's not listening to my music, listening to your music is being saved. The person that's not listening to your music that listens to my music is being saved. So we have a common purpose and that's God. Right. So if we can't do anything else but work for that, then that's the that's the that's the bottom line. Now, all these people that get caught up in the whole accolades. Sure. I put my awards up. Right? You see them. Right. But at the end of the day, that's, that's, a that's, display. The, that's that pulls you in. Yeah. But guess what? I'm going to give you the knowledge that's going to help you attain those. I'm not going, hey, look what I did. Oh, yeah, that's me. That's me. That's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One day you'll get there. I'm like, no, this is how you get there. We don't have that mindset in gospel. You know what I'm saying? We have that, I need to stay relevant for as long as I can, and I'm not going to let nobody else in unless I get a piece of them. Ooh, we. You, you see what I'm saying? So yeah. if I'm getting a piece, then all of a sudden you become the hottest thing since sliced bread. But it's okay for others to win. It's okay for others to make the money. Uh, was there's a book called what is it? The 22 irrefutable laws of leadership, right? One of the one of the one of the laws is about a leader being able to develop other leaders, even if that leader is a greater leader than he or she, right? At the end of the day, I always say in this war that we fighting for God, I can't be the only one in the war with a tank. You know what I'm saying? And everybody else is walking the field with with little pellets. No, we all need tanks. So if I can help you get a tank and you get a tank and you get a tank, you get a tank. Everybody getting tanks on the right, show today. Right, right. We then we then we we can we have a great opportunity to win this war. You know what I'm saying? I'm in it for real. I'm in it for you know. I'm in it for the purposes of serving the Lord and saving lives. I always ask them, "What you in it for?" You know what hmm. I'm saying? When you hinder a brother or when you hinder a sister, what you in it for then? Why you got to hinder versus if they get on and they win, let them win. Nah, they wanted them. Nah, they can't win without my 10%. Oh, uh, no, nah, they can't win without my, you know what I'm saying? I need a piece of that publishing. Oh, uh, no, nah, I need, you know what I'm saying? If I'm going to make the phone call, 
Right? <laughs> I'm gonna need that finder's feet. Yeah, I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna need that feet. It took you five minutes. You know what I'm saying? Versus, I be putting people on. I'm like, I don't. Hey, yo, this so and so, such and such. Y'all connect, make it happen. If it does a billion dollars, fantastic. Guess what? You're not gonna do. You're not gonna forget the dude that may helped you get a billion dollars. You may come <laughs> in and be like, yo, nice. Let me let me help you. Cause I ain't gonna ask for it. I'm gonna be like, yo, oh, you got on. That's what's up. Now, if you're not doing nothing with it to help others, then I'm gonna feel away because you got you got help. So all right. I say, I always say to bless it forward. You get there, bless it forward. That's you know nice. That's real nice. You went Godfather on us right there. <laughs> you went Godfather MC Nice on us right there. Godfather Nice. <laughs> you funny. Yeah. So so I gotta ask you this. God's yeah. putting it heavy. So what are is your goal? puts the hat up and and you're done with this race what do you want people to remember about you in everything that you did well that 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 i was the i was the uh i was the great i wanted to be known that i came in and i helped you know what i'm saying i helped the help help you see what i'm saying so at the end of the day, I want to stand before God. He'd be like, well done. And I'd be like, cool. Can I go get these, you know, these fresh strawberries and these, you know what I'm saying? Am I good? Am I done? Are you finished? Am I done? You know what I'm saying? Which one is it? But you know, that's the that's the whole point. Like I'm putting, I'm, I got two more albums coming. So I'm working on one right now that I think is going to change the game, right? Uh, because we're doing something different with gospel. And so it's a, I got an album called Iron Dove. So I put out Iron Dove 1, uh, Blessed Coast. Iron Dove 2 is 1919, based on the book of Revelations 1919, when they go to war. Right? So this is I'm a war album. Book. I'm in the book right now. You know That's what I'm saying? So I'm... this is a war album. And then my last album, which is my swan song, is going to be uh, uh, Act 3 called Kumbaya. So now that we went to war, can we all just get along? You know what I'm saying? And it's going to be a gospel center. But that's going to be my out. That's going to be it for me. And then I'm coming into the music side as an executive, which is where they messed up. They don't want me on that side because I know the record business for real, for real. I know not just the, you know, a lot of people know data and analytics, but I know how to move with no money. Mm. So imagine when I, when I, when now, when I get to uh, infuse what I know combined with some dollars, we're going to change the game. That's dope. And with all the accolades that you have just told us about, um, I'm going to need to call the producer. Uh, can I get I can I get some new binding? I need to add three more chapters of accolades to the bio. You gonna, can, can you make that happen? <laughs> She's funny. Okay, thank you. I'm going to give you, you know, a true story. I'm going to give you a true story real quick. So and 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 don't you gospel heads come for me because i got yeah you know, i'm always like you know i'm always the dude that's pushing the envelope when it comes to faith right so i asked the preacher two questions right well three questions i ain't gonna give you the third one because then that uh that uh your your fans your your uh your listening people will go stupid and then i get all kind of mail but um one of the questions was could i asked the, I asked the, i asked the preacher i said yo could i add the book of alessandro that's my real name I said, can I add the book of Alessandro, you know, to the new New Testament? 
right? And he was like, that's blasphemy. How can you do this, that, and the third? That's going against whatever. I said, well, ain't the Bible a, bu a bunch of stories about mm. people that was with Jesus and after Jesus and how God talked to them and, and how they persevered and they told you how God talked. And so we always reference how God, when he talked to Daniel and, and Joshua, and when, you know what I'm saying? So I was hit by a diesel truck, pronounced dead, was mm. brought back to life and was able to persevere, you know what I'm saying, in regard, and through God, by the way, persevere where I was told, hey, nice, you, uh, not not nice, Alessandro, you're not going to be able to walk like you used to. Alessandro, mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to do nothing that you used to do. I turned around and became an All-American in, in, in football. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I turned around and became an All-American in track and field. And then that's not even the music side of things. I'm just saying in regards to the perseverance. And you know the Bible teaches that. How to persevere and you and and and, and keep in belief. Jeremiah 29, 11 was my belief. Mm -hmm. Because if I if I kept the faith and under and, and kept the faith in the plan, then that plan was good. All I had to do was keep the belief and the faith, and I kept that. So why is my testimony not relevant? When it when when somebody else you know needs needs confirming words and confirming stories that's going to allow them to get through, he mm. told me to go pray on it. <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay. And then another question I asked him. I said, let me ask you another question. He's like, oh Lord. I said, why are you calling to the Lord? You the man. You the man representing the cloth. I'm just asking questions. You know what I'm saying? I said, if Jesus died on the cross for our sins and our sins to come. Why do we have to repent if we already forgiven? Right? Mm. And he never answered the question. He said, mm. well, you know, the Lord will give you guidance on that. I'm like, but you're the ones that, that's... Oh, no, none that. of the answers, though. Yeah, he didn't know none of the answers. And I was just like, wow, that's deep. That's real deep. So uh, I left Bible college after that. Because he was, he, was he, was, he was the mentor. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay. oh, you... I'm like, I'm in the wrong place. If you can't give me answers and I'm here for discovery, you know what I'm saying? And I'm here to, you know, to, to, to be spiritually enlightened so that I could, you know, uh, disseminate that information and you can't give me no answers. Yeah, I'm out. I can go, I can go, I can go find God all on my own. You see yeah. what I mean? So I, I say that to say, no matter where we at, no matter what we do, the bottom line is you never know who's listening. You never know who's watching at least be real about belief, be real about faith. And in the on, in the gospel industry, there's a lot of cats that aren't real. They'll give me words or they'll, they'll recite some stuff, but I'm like, you don't believe that yourself. Mm. Well, I'm gonna answer the question that your pastor, the man couldn't. <laughs> in the book of Deuteronomy 4 and 2, the Lord instructs us to not add anything or take anything away from the book. It's specifically pertaining to the commandments. But the thing of it is, you have to realize as you read the word, it says to you that you are the church. So as you walk and live and breathe and have your being in him, you are the church and you are a testimony to God in and of yourself about goodness. You are in the book because everything that you've been through as far as not sure all the details, but the fact that you 
went through the um, hardships, the fact that God healed your body, the fact that you was blind, but now you see the fact that those that are greatest among you become the, those that are least among you become the greatest. And he that is humble, God says, I'll take from one. He that is is elevated. I will make him humble. I will abase him. But him that's low. Don't you know I elevate him? That is your story. So even though it don't say your name in the book, your story is in the book. You are a walking book. And now it's your it's your it's your obligation. It's your obligation to share the goodness, to give your testimony. But your the story of of overcoming, being healed, going through hardships, still being steadfast and turning around to help other people. Your story's in the book already. Two. Two, the part where it says um, repenting. We just want to do that. We just want to repent on a daily basis because that's just to keep your robe. You say you want to get in there and get some fresh strawberries, but you also want your robe white. You don't want to get in there and just go in there. And you just have a brooch because you couldn't get a crown. Your robe all filthy and nasty. Don't none of the angels want to hold your hand when we singing up to the Lord. So when we sin, the Lord said, I'll wash your robe in his blood as white as snow. All that is, is for you to have a conversation. Yeah, you forgiven, but God want a conversation. Just like you having a conversation with us today. It's important that you say, you know, God, I ain't get that right. I just I'm just coming to you asking, just repenting. So that you understand that I understand who you are. And I'm so grateful that I'm your son and I'm favored. That's it. And he keeps your robe white. And then not only does he keep your robe, he said, and to you, I will give a crown of life. Everybody got a different type of crown. You don't know how many gems you'll, gems you'll have in your crown. You probably got rubies and diamonds and emeralds, but that's according to your work. So he just wants you to be, he wants you to be able to floss when you get up there. He wants you to look good. He wants you to shine bright when you get there. So that's why you repent. And so you want to have a conversation and two, when you get up there, you clean. And that's the truth. And, and, wow, and look at you and, and to, add on to, to the part about repentance. God asked Adam, where were you in the garden? He knew exactly where he was, but he wanted to know where his, your mind is. It's like when you're talking to somebody, you want to know where your mind is. I know where you are physically. I know what you're doing. I know what the action is, but I want to know your why. And that's where the, a lot of times the come as you are is so dis, it's just it's so discreet because that's not what he, God wants you to do. He wants you to come as the liar. He wants you to come as the fornicator. He wants to come as that because you not identifying those things, meaning that you don't see there's no problem and you not identifying that that's actually happening. See, there's a difference between I'm doing something I know I'm not supposed to do compared to I'm doing something and I don't think it's wrong. Those are two different ways of things. And God wants that relationship where you talking to him and being real. God is the most ultimate real person to keep it real with me. Lie to them. Don't lie to me. And I'll keep it 100 with you. Yeah, that's dope. See, but at the end of the day, I end up learning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Later on, but the mere fact that uh, you're a, a man of the cloth you know, couldn't share that information. It was just like church got a long way to go, you know, for me in regards to I'm in Bible college. Mind you, this is one of the one of the heads in there and you can't give me instructions. Yeah, we ain't. You know, I'm like, yo, I'm in here seeking guidance, too. You know right. what I mean? And, and for that, you know, for that to not happen, 
but I ended up obviously end up discovering it on my own. But um, but it was just one of those things I had to point out when I when I'm looking at a lot of things going down in gospel music. Like a lot of these people spit scriptures, they know the Bible true and through, but they not living that. They lying. You know what I'm saying? So they missing out. Let me tell you something. Like I told them, I don't have to be bothered with nobody. I'm an outgoing person. I love hanging around people, but I love my own time. I love talking to the Lord. I talk to people at my job, the kids. When I'm when I'm doing my day job, they don't care. I'm like, you know, Lord, I need I need some more money. I'm gonna need to make at least another 15 to 18,000. I tell him, and you know, and I just tell him all about it and I talk with him, but the peace, and this is why I'm in my life. life, Huh? Did you say that you asked for an extra 18 to 15,000? No, 15 to 18. I'd be like, I need 15 to 18. And this that's on one stream. Like, you know, I get to calculate what I'd be like, well, on this stream, I'm gonna need 15 to 18 more thousand. I did it one time. I said, well, I need about 16,000 and God gave me like an extra 16,000 in three months, 16,001. So I'd be very specific about what exactly I'm wanting to need. And he, he delivered every time now, but what I'm saying to you is this, is that when you're not living according to the word, you missing out because it's so much peace. The life more abundantly is so, it's so amazing. It's ridiculous. Had I known because I was so busy in my life trying to be in control. And that's the thing about the people of God. We always want to be in control. You can't always be in control of the outcomes. That's the thing. It's like sometimes things is going to work out and sometimes they don't. But if you trust God, you know how every workout is for the best for you. And that's so beautiful. So now when I have things happening, I'm like, look, I don't know. I don't really know what's going to happen with them. Or if people have an issue with me, well, they clearly have an issue. And it's theirs alone. It's between them and God. Life is so much more smooth. And I still have challenges, but it's just that I don't give it the same energy. I just don't get the same energy because I'm just not with it. I'd be like, I'm about to go in there and get my beauty sleep and grab my Starbucks and next. And next. (laughs) And I would have done this a long time ago, but I don't worry about people that's not living this life. What I do is pray for them because I used to be when I picked which commandments I wanted to live by. You know, I'm going to do I'm going to do one in three, seven, eight, nine, not going to do ten. Not today. <laughs> and you know what? I was like that. But now it's just about, you know, God, I don't always get it right, but I'm striving in the peace that come with that. Woo! I don't know why I waited so long. I don't know why. And one thing I, I could definitely say about that is just that you God will give you a humbling moment where somebody will say, because you wasn't living the way you were supposed to, it affected my life. I've had that moment where I I wasn't living. I was in choir. I didn't have no title. I was just going to church, but I wasn't representing the church outside. I just went there as a place. And there's a lot of people that until they really have the experience with God, they're not going to really understand what you, a, a person that actually experienced God is talking about. And that's going to mm-hmm. take, like the old folks say, you just got to keep living and, and understand that for yourself. So one thing I want to just say is thank you, Mr. MC Nice, doctor, soon to be Doctor, <laughs> oh, Doctor Nice is in the nice. building. That sounds wait. so cold too. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. That's so yeah, cold. Yeah, so, I, I think you know, but that's gonna be a that's gonna be a, a a blessing that's 
you know, that's been earned though. So, you know, you earned it. I'm telling you. you. I mean, so, because, you know, some people get it and they don't, they didn't really earn that. I put in the work and I'm still putting in the work and will continue even after the fact, put in the work. Amen. And I want all the people in Vegas here that he put in the work because some of y'all just went on his computer and bought that doctor degree. Three so weeks. we're gonna go ahead and <laughs> if, if you want if, you if you want to follow us we all know that it's fake but we love you but you ain't got to do that because you with love and kindness we draw thee amen amen so we have dr nice mc nice we thank you for coming on to anointed radio tonight and spend some time giving you giving the the thing that you can't get back and that is time so we appreciate the time that you spent with us tonight and like i tell everybody you family whatever you got going on let us know we'll definitely promote it because if more of people in the body start supporting each other just think about the united front of how that impact would be to show people that they ain't saved that we could get our stuff together so just want you to know that we here here in las vegas to be able to help and support and listeners all you guys make sure that you share like subscribe and check us out on all podcast platforms we are on everything but title and y'all know my second phrase but i don't say it no more because you know why we on roku tv so go watch us on roku tv at anointed radio network tv and all that good jazz and make sure you stay hydrated i say this every summer all my vegas people drink you some water even if you feel not thirsty drink water because when you're dehydrated you will not feel thirsty until it's too late so make sure that you're staying hydrated loose clothes we have a heat warning going on right now so make sure that you stay indoors if you ain't gotta go outside oh yeah i keep my house at a negative two i like to you know i want to be in the winter in the summer so but uh i just want to let me get a couple a quick shout out to the women in chh and gospel rap so whether it be the Bria Miles to uh, the Angie Roses and Juan Days, like all the women that's really out there making it happen for the culture, you know, uh, shout out to them. And all my actor friends, you know what I mean, that are are, are striking right now, you know what I mean? We just got to stand strong and, and, and fight for what we really uh, believe in and not let these people win because they, they giving us the, they're giving us the business and, uh, and a lot of folks don't know what's behind that. Amen. And shout out to all of the Christian hip hop artists out there that's really out there doing it that feel like, you know, they not really getting the 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 show or the appreciation. Guess what? Go ahead up MC Nice. He's here to help you out. Yeah, and- I, my, my thing I would tell them, put in the work though. Don't just think you got, you know, a lot of these cats put out records and don't work the records. Mm. How many of them is coming to Anointed Radio? Please do an interview on me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Or, or here's my bio. Let me, you know what I mean? Like, check me out. You know what I mean? They're not doing that. A lot of people put out their music and think we just automatically supposed to go, oh, yeah, let me go look this person up, look that person up. That's not how it works. You know, in order, in the only way to get far is by working your record. I think there's a movie called The Idol Maker. Go watch that. Remember, if you ever never seen The Idol Maker, they always talked about, oh, Jimmy is coming. Jimmy is coming. Billboards of Jimmy. 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 Nobody. Jimmy didn't even exist. Mm-hmm. And then once, once they blew up, they was like, oh, we need to produce a Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? But the, the marketing and the hype got people to buy into, oh, I can't wait to see Jimmy. 
Jimmy, 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 Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, just because people in your circle heard your records don't mean people in Idaho heard your records or people in Iowa heard your records. So work your music. You know what I mean? And then you'll get the, you'll, you'll, you don't, you don't need people to respect you. You just need to go respect yourself. Mm. Respect yourself and put in the work. That's all I'm saying. That's it. And also MC is so nice. You could buy his spice. Oh, that's right. Nice blend. You uh, okay? I was about to talk about the other part. Nice blend. Go to Valido Foods, V A L I D O F O O D S. Valido Foods and get nice blend. I got a new flavor coming. Nice and savory, right? And so that's black garlic and red onion. So with that being said, we did the first ever. Uh, I, uh, there were seven artists from the Christian hip hop gospel rap community that did a deal. Miss Tiffany, who was nominated for two stellar awards, right? Canton Jones, Miles Minnick, Angie Rose, Brian Trejo, Flavor Fest, all got seasoning deals. And we're coming out with the first ever Christian hip hop gospel rap. We call it kingdom hip hop seasoning bundle. You know what I mean? So that's going to go on sale Friday on ValidoFoods.com. If you get all eight spices, you get a commemorative box. That's fire. That's dope. That's dope. Definitely go check all. Man, you do so much. You might as well just be like, go to the website. Go to the website. You can see everything. Go to the social media. (laughs) Just like the Bible, that's how thick all his stuff that he's doing is because he's working. Like you said, put the work in. And with that being said, much love, y'all. I want y'all to make sure that y'all make sure y'all follow everything MC Nice is doing and make sure that you stay hydrated. Stay loved up and stay safe out here and don't make out hosts. Uh, don't be talking about stuff that ain't real. Amen. In Jesus' name. Bye, y'all.